The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, is the 25th of June, 2018. My God, where is time gone? We're halfway through the new year. It's unbelievable. Um, a couple things before we get started. Number one, you know, this show is one thing, but I'll tell you what, you know, today and every day we've been talking about strength, and my big thing is... Let's tap into that hidden strength. Let's go out and find it. There's so many people out there that can do so many marvelous things, and you're sitting and waiting, or you're not sure, or whatever it is. And you know what? Get out of that mindset and get rolling. Number two, you need to go out and listen to the show I did two days ago. It's called With Courage You Can Do Anything. That was based on my little, well, she just turned 11, Maggie, my 10-year-old niece at the time, that she's quite an artist, did um, a picture for my mom, and the caption above it was, with courage you can do anything. Absolute awesome show, and it was all based what she talked about with me, Um, and I want to get her on the show. We're going to see what we can do with her dad and me, um, and it would be quite, quite interesting. As I'll tell you right now, um, she is magnificent. She sent me a note yesterday because her and her dad listened to the podcast, and this is what she sent me. They call me Uncle H. It's a long story. It says, Dear Uncle H., thank you for talking about me on the podcast. I really appreciate all the nice things you said about me. And I sent her a note back that says, Hey, Madge. You are welcome. I love you, and I'm so proud of you. I will see you soon. That's what it's all about. When a child of 10 years old is talking about courage, what do you think surrounding her all the time? This is how important what words and what you do in your associations mean. Also, you're going to see today, I recorded a show last night called Opportunity Power. Wait till you hear this one. And, of course, we'll, uh, I have our pal, Paul Firepower Gray, who will be coming in momentarily with me. We're going to do a smoking show, too, called Rip Off the Mask. And this is going to be very, very interesting. But, like always, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Once again, say those things. Say those lines. Say those phrases. I'm telling you right now, you'll get a brand new one today with opportunity power, what I do when I wake up in the morning. This is the real deal. This will take you where you want to go. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, the best product in the world you never heard of. Winners and Champions, Inc., 14 modules that will set you on the right course for winning in everything you do. Also, our Prosperity Conscious page, that is basically investment in FPC and M&M. There's a 25, 50, and 100. You get freebies with everything, and you get to invest in a company that is relentless in its pursuit of greatness. If you want to be part of that, give. And it goes right into my PayPal account. No fuss, no muss. All done. Also, go out to motivationandmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at just all the shows Paul and I have done. And I'll tell you, Paul and I are like a hammer to an anvil. Um, we work very well together, obviously, but the shows are just intact. They're all there, man. And there's so much stuff to listen to over and over again. So go out and check that out. Sign up for a free newsletter at MotivationMuscle.com. That goes out to MailChimp whenever I write something you will get it in your inbox. Also, come on in, join us. Sign up and advertise with MotivationMuscle.com. Fill out the form on the homepage, 
I will contact you verbally. I don't do anything through mail. When something of, the, of that importance, you talk to people or meet them face-to-face if they're in your area. Um, so go out there and do that. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, and real power. And with that, I'm going to give you a little information on Paul. Number one, he is the owner and head trainer at Firepower Gym. He's a triathlon competitor and semi-pro cyclist and an accomplished martial artist with over 30 years training in various styles. And if you've been paying attention to Facebook, you know we just talked about he had just done a big seminar here in Connecticut. I believe it was this past April. And I know he's got something coming up. If he would like to talk about that, we will. Um, But we're going to talk about, like I said, the topic is rip off the mask. Paul, welcome back, brother. It's always an honor to have you on, and I've missed you, but we talked, and you know what's going on, so welcome back. Hi, Eric. Um, just out of curiosity, my friend, how many shows we've done together now? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Six, maybe? No, I bet we've done more than that. We've probably done more like eight. I'll have to look. Oh, wow. But what did I miss? Um website obviously do you want to talk about your next uh seminar coming up or you want to hold off to the next show or do you want to and and if you don't want it we'll just rip right into the topic of today yeah real quick the thing i've been doing is building my website and the mentorship and the basic kind of educational site yep so coachpfg.com now has a I think it's £9.99, £9.99 basic entrance membership site that has something like, let me get this right, it's got to be something like 12 to 20 hours of video tutorials on there. Yep. And that's just for kind of like £10, £10 a month. I mean, there's just hours and hours of kettlebell tutorials um body weight recovery mobility there's all kinds on that's huge and then i've been putting a lot of work into the mentorship side so Mm -hmm. it's basically as in my own mentorship clients now so that's a bit more expensive it's kind of 99 pound per month but um i skype with people and give them personal um attention as well as there's probably three times as much material yeah on there so I've, I've been busy i've been filming um club bell tutorials and downloadable products there's a mace one coming i've got um mace magic the the program that's coming in the next three weeks i should say okay and i'm just adi- adding to it all the time so it's it's been it's been crazy it's been crazy busy and i'm I'm just trying to do what, in my opinion, is um, catch up on the mm-hmm. basics, mm-hmm. catch up on the, on, the, on the backlog. So I'm trying to film, you know, the basics of body weight, kettlebell, club bell, mace, all of this stuff before I actually start getting stuck into the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's been busy. It's been real busy. You know what it's like. Yeah, but, well, but, but, well, you know, that's you want to be a creator. And you and I are both a one-man show, so uh, it's going to take a little bit longer. But, you know, it's like everything, Paul. Um, You build, you grow, you extend, you start bringing in much more capital. And Paul and I had quite a conversation before we came on, and that's one of the things I said to him. The more capital we have here, the more we can do. You know, I've talked about um, even investment in other people that could be in a position where I am right now. Um, it's very interesting. And of course, the radio network we're building here, as I told Paul, and I, I want Paul to be part of it among many people, you know, we want to come to an area near you. We want to fill an auditorium. Um, it's not beyond me saying either 100,000 people. Because I feel with what we've got here and with everybody associated in the family here, we have a product, a brand that extends so far all over the world that We are out to capture the whole world. No one's done it, and no one will ever do it the way we're going to do it here. So that's a whole other show in itself. But we're going to talk about rip off the mask. Paul, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? How do you want to go? Yeah, when you do, you you go. Okay. Okay. 
Um, this is a very interesting th- topic because Paul and I were talking about this a lot off the air before we came on. Especially, I think there there's a lot of death in social media, and by that I mean um, the one trick pony, the ones that are look at me, look at me, look at me. Um, they never go out of their um, quote unquote comfort zone, and by that I mean they use one thing they do, and that's probably all they do well. And one of the things that's going to happen, and and that's more of the negative connotation, but I'm going to talk more on positives here. I said, in my own case, you know, um, you do things, you grow in things, but what is something that could happen that's going to make you step right out and start your quest to your greatness? And when I talk about rip off the mask, that's what I'm getting at. Sometimes situations will dictate the greatness coming out of you. And that mask you've been hiding behind, or those things you've been afraid to do, or as I say, as fear sets in, or as my little niece Maggie says, you need to build courage. Courage, you can do anything, okay? That's what I mean when I say that. And too many of us are sitting here, scratching our head, wondering, why can't we do this? And it all comes back to this. It's what you perceive about yourself. Are you letting others dictate how you behave? What they think of you? Is that, are you that afraid of that? Yes, most people are that afraid of that. Are you listening to things that are just empty? Empty. Oh, they look good visually and they sell well marketedly. But what do they really do for you? And at the end of the day, do you feel empty as hell? You bet your ass you do. So, A situation normally is going to what's going to cause you to rip off the mask. And all these things that happened prior to this, they're not going to matter anymore. Because at that point, you've made the decision, you have the courage, you have the desire, you have the ability now to start going after whatever it is that you should have probably went after 10 years ago. But it doesn't matter 10 years ago. It matters today and into the future. And when we start behaving like this, the things that are going to happen to you are just going to be unbelievable. The spontaneity in your life, the as I talked about in yesterday's show, the opportunity power. You know, I'll tell you one of the things I do. You, you'll have to listen to this show for the other. When my alarm goes off, if I'm not already up, sometimes I'll wake up five or ten minutes early just by your internal alarm. But if not, and the alarm goes off, I pop pop out of bed, clap my hands like this, and I say, opportunity power. That's how you start your day off, among a few other things I say before I literally stand up. When you do things like this, this accentuates where you're going. Because as I've said on multiple shows, you want to change a thought in your subconscious mind, it's going to take a minimum of 21 to 28 days. I'm doing some big things right now. I talk about that on yesterday's show, what to do, how to do it. But when you do this, you rip off that veil. You rip off that mask. It's all yours, brother. Yes. How to start your day right. Um I think it's it's quite scary and quite sad that so many people will jump out of bed and, you know, they, they, mentally they can't even cognitively function, never mind, no, <laughs> clap right. their hands and go right. opportunity power. Um, but one of the things I notice, especially with working with clients, with people that um, want to be fitter, healthier, and usually want to look a different way, how many of these people will avoid looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and hate or dislike or, you know, not happy with what they see? And that, that could be looking at their face, their hair or whatever. But to me, it's, it's the truest reflection of, of who you are when you wake up first thing in the morning. You know, you don't have any masks on right then, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's just It's just you. You and you all, you know bad breath and all <laughs> the, way, the way it should be you know that that that's that's honesty that's yep. honesty right then you know if you can't look in the mirror and um 
see who you are as a person and all you can fixate on is the face that you want to cover with makeup, yep. then really you're not living your life to your true potential. Opportunity is not going to knock because, you know, you've got a negative outlook from the minute you get up. So it's it's to me, it's the whole thing that we all have to wear some form of mask just to play the game. And, and we switch masks a little bit. You know, and you you might have to put your work your work face on, or your work hat on, or your work mask, and maybe p- be polite to some customers that you you, mm-hmm. you maybe don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's acceptable. It's acceptable to curb, you know, little things about yourself. Little masks is okay. You know, a, yeah. like less is more. A little bit of makeup isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But, you know, when your face is orange and you look like an umpa lumpa <laughs> and, you know, you got, you know, this, this whole thing with eyebrows that now look like slugs on yeah. people's faces, yep. you know, when, when it starts getting that, that much, you know, the, the, it's not you. It's not you anymore. You, you're hiding behind what someone somewhere has decided it's fashion. You yep. know, you're hiding behind conformity which means you're wearing a mask and not being authentic to yourself yep and you know that it's it always gets me about people that'll turn around and say well i like it i like this look i choose to wear this look okay come back to me in 10 years look at a photograph of yourself yep and then if you still say you like that and don't go oh my god what was i wearing Oh my God, what was I thinking? Then I'll believe you. Because most people will look at it and just go, Jesus Christ, I looked dumb. Yeah. In which case, they're not being authentic. In which case, they are just conforming to whatever stupid, dumb fashion. And and men are just as guilty of of this. Men, you know, the, the whole beard thing. Everybody's wearing a beard. I'm going to have a big beard, and you're not a man if you don't have a big beard like me. Yeah, you know that whole whole fashion BS, and it's all just a crazy mask. And the funny thing is, is the more makeup you put on, figuratively or metaphorically, the more you hide the real you, the harder it is to rip it off. Yeah, and ever be the real you, and it, it that that makeup becomes an iron mask. It's like the man in the iron mask. Yep. You end up losing yourself metaphorically and you don't actually know what you like or dislike anymore because you're just so used to conforming and following the crowd and hiding the true you. So sometimes when those opportunities that you're talking about come along, you don't even notice them. You don't even recognize them. You don't, you're not even aware of them because... You know, the real you is locked up in a cage inside that mask, and it, that scares the hell out of me, Eric. Yeah. You know, not people not even having free choice to know what they like or dislike because they've got these masks. You know, Paul, most people are in shackles, and they don't even know it. And that's the truth. Well, here's, a, here's a story. I don't know whether I've told you this. It's one of... Um, kind of one of the chapters in one of the books I want to write about okay. kind of people's mentality and mindset. Yep. And I call the chapter the, the X won't travel. Okay. And uh, I don't know, I don't know if I've told you this story no, before. No, never so heard stop, it. Stop, stop me if I, if I have. Uh, had an ex, right? Yep. And for a long time, she point blank refused to travel. Now mm-hmm. she she was a very spiritual person. She you know she she lived a certain way. She had her beliefs, and you know, lovely lovely person. And one of one of the things was she wouldn't travel, and she she disagreed with going through um, the the airport kind of X ray machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she didn't want the radiation of of the X-ray machine, she yep. believed harmful and didn't want it and whatever. And there was many times with with me now. I travel more for work. I'd I'd ask this particular girl, "Do you want to come with me? Do you want to travel to to here or to the states or 
you know, Poland or Norway. Okay, I've got to, I've got to do a little seminar, but rest of the time, and we can have a few days before or a few days after, and some time to ourselves, and we can have fun on a night and see this place and blah blah blah. And the excuse I always got back was, you know, nope, I'm not travelling through um, the metal detectors. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's okay. If it, uh, you're missing time with me, and I'm missing time with you because I have to travel. Yeah. You know, but, okay, um, I respect your beliefs. That was kind of where it came from. So one time, I think I might have been the first time I, big, I did a big kind of tour in the States. So you're looking at 2015, I think. And I, I was kind of, I think I was staying with um, our friend Jim Romig. Okay. Or, or maybe Scott Stevens. I think it was with Jim that time. And uh, yeah, I was in, I was in the states. I'd been there, kind of. I, th- I think I had a ten day tour, and I, I'd been there like five six days. And I get a message, you know, from this girl saying, "Ah, I'm going on holiday with my dad. I'm going to travel to Spain." <laughs> so <laughs> I was kind of like, "What the?" Yeah. Yeah. What the f? Yeah. Um, are you are you are you taking a boat there, or you know, are you, you going to get on a train? Or, no, no, I'm flying. Uh. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, what about the radiation? Oh, well, it won't hurt this once. Mm-hmm. Now, when I got back from the states, that's when me and this this girl broke up because yep. yep. One. She wasn't the person I thought she was. She was professing to be and have beliefs of one sort when essentially she may very well have believed that, but she was lying to herself. Right. She could actually twist and twist and manipulate her actions to suit what she wanted to get, what she wanted to get out of any situation. She would twist her own core beliefs, which... Sadly, getting back to the point is how most people live. Yep. They will say one thing and even kind of believe it themselves, but if a situation presents itself with something they want, yep. they will dump those beliefs straight away in a heartbeat. Yep. That means they're wearing a mask yep. all the time, yep. every damn day. And then the, the, the people living around them are going to believe that that person with the mask is who they are. But the reality is, it's not. Right. It's not. Now, basically what I saw and the reason we broke up is because essentially the real her didn't want to be with me and spend time with me. Exactly. She hid behind, no, won't travel, won't do this, won't do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and created this belief. But when she could go and sit on a beach... Yep, different. Yep. Bam, changed her belief. And that, that said, all I needed to know about what she thought of me. Yeah. So I, I believed the mask. I believed this mask, this person, and found out, you know, different. And the funny thing is, is I actually genuinely feel... She didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't like she deliberately lied to me about who she was. She was lying to herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that's a scary thing. And, yeah, they, this is how people live. Yep. They, they create beliefs. They create actions. And it's not even true to themselves because they don't know themselves. No. They're just being manipulated or led. And I, I think apart from having the courage, like you said, to rip off this mask and to go for what they want. The the sad thing is, is they don't even know they're wearing a mask. No, they don't. They don't. And I'll tell you a couple things. You know, when you're talking about men with beards, you know, it's really funny because I, I really, for an Italian, I have very, I don't have a, a big beard at all. Um, and I'm glad of that in a lot of ways, and I'll tell you why. Then you hear these guys down the road, they're like, oh, I don't want a beard, I want to look younger. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? It's like, you wanted a beard 20 years ago because you thought it looked cool, or you wanted one yesterday, and now suddenly somebody will say to you, oh, you look old. Oh, off it goes. I want to look young, so I'm not going to get a beard, I'm not going to grow a beard. Once again, 
There's another mask that's getting ripped off. There's a perception that someone's made for you that you're going to follow no matter what. That's number one. But I'll tell you right now, number two, I think one of the greatest ways to really tear you down to the bare bones and find out who the hell you are and get you to the point where you're building the confidence and the courage to get rid of that mask once and for all is to go out and be as physical as you possibly can. Now, we know what Paul likes to do. You know what I like to do. I'm pretty much train alone, and no matter what the conditions, I'm out there most of the time alone. Now, when you get caught with a big stone and you got to dump it, or it's just uh, basically charge your forearms or whatever, that mask is coming off one way or the other. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. The struggle most men and women have with everything they do, obviously they don't have confidence, they don't have courage. A lot of them since the day they could walk here, listen, whistle, whatever, you know, they've been pretty much told they're nothing. Okay, and I say that at on the end of every show, that everyone's a winner. There are no losers born into the world, folks. There is no fear when you come into the world. Fear is taught. Fear is lived. Because if that was the case, I gave the example yesterday on my show. How many times do you see these beautiful little babies who are just learning to walk? They take a header or they get cut or, you know, how many times I've seen the kids, you know, they'll smash their lip and even though it's a little cut, you know, they bleed and cry like crazy. If that was something you came into the world with, after the first fall, you never get up again. You'd sit on your ass like most people do. Why? Because you'd be afraid of falling again. So that should give you some insight into fear. But the bottom line is why I love, and I'm going to speak for myself, and I'll go right to Paul, because he can comment on this, is this. I know not everybody wants to do what I do. I've got it. And I said to Paul before we came on, the one thing that he and I and so many of our family have in common in this show is that we can take anything we do and minimize it to fit anybody. See, that's where physical culture's gone wrong in so many ways. It's like, I deadlift 800, really? You expect a kid to come in here who's 16 years old in high school wants to play football, and you're going to say, well, you, could, you should be able to at least deadlift 400. Well, I got news for you. Unless there's some kind of freak or been cha- training, you might be lucky if you could lift uh, deadlift correctly. I'm not talking bullshit. I'm talking raw. Whether And I would put them on a trap bar just for the safety of the lower back. You'd be lucky if you could pull 200, and there's nothing wrong with a 200-pound deadlift. The point I'm making here is this. You're going to need something to expose you of your weakness, of what you need to improve upon, what goals you want to go after. And I think when you get into these physical things that we love to do, you're going to do one or two things. You're going to take it and dish it back out and want to keep doing it and get rid of this mask and create who you really want to be. Or you'll be like the majority of people. You'll say, well, that trainer, he doesn't know anything or she doesn't know anything. And, you know, they're no good. And you know what? Why do I want to get big muscles anyways? Well, I'm going to tell you something that's very interesting, and I'm going to go right to Paul. As John McKean brought this up, I talked to him about a week and a half ago. And we were talking about the rack and, and different articles back in the day and all this great stuff. And he, I don't know if he read this or somebody said this to him. And this is mentality, stupid mentality. They said that, well, you don't want to get big and strong anyways. And I'm saying to myself when he said it, and he was laughing, and I said to myself, not only is that an asinine statement, But my whole thing here is to get as big and physically strong as I can be. And what is the point of doing any of this? Because I got news for you. You could be doing something much easier. But when you go out and it's 100 degrees out my driveway, the humidity with blinding sun, or it's 20 below and your body parts are sticking to a bar, you got to be in it for the whole haul. You get an injury. Are you going to come back or are you going to hide behind the mask and say, well... 
it happened. I can't, you know, it, it, you know, I, I'm too old. Time to retire. Why do I want to do this? It's all excuses. If you're going to live your life like that, don't get upset when the guy or gal, you know, has turned their business into whatever, and they're so successful, and they're building the houses, and they're buying the cars, and they're going on vacation, and they're meeting the person that they've been waiting for their whole life. You set yourself up for this. It just doesn't happen by chance. So my prescription to really get things rolling is get knee-deep in the quicksand and see if you can get your ass out of it. It's all yours, brother. Yes. Um, just briefly going back to this, you know, the X one travel thing. One thing I want to add to that is I know categorically um, this girl regrets what she lost, yep. which is our relationship because of the whole situation. And it it hasn't, it didn't sink in till kind of a year or year and a half later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know she regrets it. She well. regrets um the ramifications for her actions and how she was thinking and how she was living and i think that's the thing that people don't realize they will they will grasp for the temporary satisfaction of hiding behind a mask yep but they don't realize a year down the line they're going to regret it and um you know if they just had a little bit of courage or a little bit of kind of um, courtesy and consideration for somebody else bar that temporary kind of satisfaction then they may have been in a different position a year later and you know it's just some people won't make the best of themselves so we'll right. just kind of sit back and 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 take those tiny little wins instead of um, putting the work in to get that big win a little bit down the line and it just makes me think I mean, I've I've got um I've got kind of little over thirty minutes, say uh, thirty five forty minutes. I've got a young guy coming in to train with me, right? And he's um, ten now, little Liam, and he's got cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And I went to school with his dad, mm-hmm. so you know that's how his dad asked me if I could help him. And when I first met this kid, you know his confidence wasn't great, but he was he was quite a happy kid. Yeah, and um, very poor movement. He was really kind of his his um, his legs were kind of half bent yeah, all the yeah, time, and yeah, yeah. knee turned in, and um, couldn't stand up straight. He, he he had a very short gait as well. You know, you know, real real poor, no balance at all. Right, Literally you could put, you could you could gently kind of prod his shoulder and bang, he'd go down. Yeah, he'd go down hard. Yep. Yep. And it's been about three years now, so he must have been about seven when I when I started working with him. And now that kid runs, he plays football, awesome. um, he rides bike. He, um, I mean, you name it, that kid can try it. He's doing karate now. He started uh, started karate with with kind of a couple of friends of mine. And the the funny thing is, is he has no mask. Exactly. As a person, this this kid does not have a mask. Um, he's more confident now, but he's always just been Liam. He's just been a sweet kid. Yep. And his mum and dad have done a fantastic job bringing him up, and not kind of not. I don't know if you know the word mollycoddling him. I know the word. Yep. Hiding, yeah, yep. hiding him away from people being cruel about his legs. Or yep. it, they've just taught him how to deal with it, and they've taught him that he can be whatever he wants to be. Yep. And that you know, but you're gonna have to put the time in. You're gonna have to go and work with somebody like Paul. It's not just gonna happen. If you if you want to be better at football, or you want to do push-ups like Rocky, because he loves Rocky. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, he does boxing with me as well, so you know, if if you want to do this stuff, then you're going to have to put the work in. But you know, this, this kid's got more about him than most adults. And anyway, to to get back to to the masks and what have you, a conversation I had with him about two weeks ago about a book I'm reading. Yep. And uh, I uh, you know asked him to read it. I think it's called The Witch of Torinia, and it's the second of kind of a fantasy style okay. um, novel. And it's a bit like, 
it's not quite Lord of the Rings or anything like that, but it's it's kind of a bit like Assassin's Creed, where there's mm-hmm. that kind of vibe and what have you, and there's 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 merfolk, mermaids, and mermen, and there's wars going on between these duchies of Torinia and Palesto, and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on in this book. But there's one character in it, uh, a lady who's a, a hunter, a huntress. And half of her face is burned, mm-hmm. scarred mm-hmm. from war when she was younger. And there was one line I, I spoke to this kid about, and I was because sometimes he gets down when he's not as fast as the other kids. At right, football. right, right. You know, he, he kind of, for all he's amazing, he kind of is like, yeah, I, I, I was top goal scorer. But those other kids can still run faster than me, and I'm like Liam. Do you realise how far you've come? Yeah. You know. So I had this I had this conversation with him, and the, this character, this this huntress with a scarred face, was talking. Um, and for the first half of the book, she has her face covered, so you can only see the non-scarred side. And she's talking to this this other character. And she takes her mask off, mm-hmm. and the character says, "Oh wow, you know." Are you not wearing the mask anymore? And she turns to look at this other guy who's, you know, a handsome guy and a warrior and what have you. And she looks at him and says, some po- some people have their scars on the inside. Oh, yeah. And that, that's much worse. Yep. No. And I had this conversation with Liam and I was saying, you know, don't worry about how you look. Don't worry about how fast you're going. Don't worry about whether your legs are as good as somebody else's. Your legs are going to be as good as your legs can be, and you were top goal scorer last week. Um, these other kids that might want to call you or do this or do that, they've got their scars on the inside. Yep, totally. You got, you know, that kid's got no scars on his inside at all, and that's what I said to him. You know, and it made him feel better. Oh yeah, and I think that's just, you know, these people with their masks may have a nice pretty plastic mask on the outside but a lot of them are carrying real broken scars on the inside and you know it, it shouldn't matter what the hell we look like what the hell we do as long as you know we're good people right yeah absolutely and a lot of these people too like that they're just plain all out mean they're mean like mean you've never seen before but the problem is when you get somebody that can ride along with their meanness, they will start breaking down quickly and you will see what they're really like. And that's usually the ingredient that they'll run into somebody. As my father used to always say, you know, you might run into somebody tougher than you and you better be ready for it. And that's a lot of what you see in today's world. You know, we'll do what we want to do to people, but then we run into somebody that takes no shit, no prisoners, and then we got a big problem. Then, you know, everybody's whining and the parents are in and all this. Well, you know, be damn careful who you mess around with because, as my dad said, too, there's always somebody tougher out there, too. Um, that's, that's lesson number one. But I'll tell you right now, Liam is a young man that I would love to have on this show. Uh, have you, he, and I on. Uh, maybe we can make that work. But that, like I said the other day, with everything we're doing here, is the quality of individuals we want in here because when you see what Paul's done with this young man, all right, right there, that's a major accomplishment. Secondly, we got into this earlier in the show, there aren't going to be a lot of establishments where you're going to meet people like us and many of the others that are associated with Eminem. And this is a very important thing because, in my opinion, and it isn't just kids, it could go to a 90-year-old. There's, there's a lot of lost souls out there that have been wearing this mask for 20, 30, for decades. And suddenly, you know, sometimes life has a very funny thing about it. You know, some people say it plays tricks on you. But what ends up happening is your being as a whole sometimes will remind you that you've been living uh, less than life that you should have been. And this is where we hear, you know, I've said it before on shows, 
Take a walk through a cemetery and you'll hear all the voices saying, I wish. Go to a, go to a, a retirement home and the majority of those people will tell you that they wish they did this or they wish they stayed with this um, girlfriend or boyfriend or they wish that they took that gamble on that career they really wanted to do. They wanted to take their creativity and make a life out of it. And those are the things that you should be aware of and really be aware of because what I'm trying with Paul here to do is when you get these feelings, stop and listen to them. It might be the barometer, the big change that you need in your life, even though you're not really aware of it yet. Don't Take that inner voice, if you've still got it, and dismiss it ever. Because that's the inside telling you, this might be a good move, good opportunity. This might be the person. This might be the job you want. This might be the chance to be an entrepreneur. What I'm saying is, never dismiss this. And remember, I'm telling you right now. These are thoughts that are coming from the inside of your being, and what happens is the outside starts furnishing the ingredients to make this all happen. So that's very, very important. Paul, summarize everything. Uh, Take your time. Give out your websites. I'll give out my info, and we'll get a show definitely for July, my friend. Yeah. um, Just to to finish off, I had a a little kind of conversation on on facebook on one of these facebook kind of um pt forums a little while ago and they're not a good place to be by the way they're very soul destroyingly negative and mm-hmm. um it did you know, I, I could go into it all day about these things anyway but i'm in them for business because some people i've worked with in the past actually added me into it and said i know these people probably won't listen yep they're not ready to listen but you never know you never know you might catch the odd one enlightened soul to 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 listen to what you're saying but um a guy i can't remember what he commented on he commented on something i posted in there and it was he, he was kind of casting aspersions on the fact i was saying that even a coach should have a coach you know? yeah and yeah that it, it can be mindset it can be uh, business it can be um, physically so they can learn new skills or whatever but just the actual um, the the practice of taking off the black belt and learning something and, uh, and trying to apply it it's very good it's very cathartic for, for people like us and he was he, he kind of got very negative this PT and he was like we can't all afford coaches you know um, exclamation mark, exclamation yeah, mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and I was kind of like, well, you know, not all of them are gonna gonna take your eyes out, and you need to find a good one. And um, I'm not exactly rolling in money, and I've I've always had coaches, yeah. you know, from different things. And he's like, don't you presume to um, know my financial position and. Um, you know, so negative and so defensive and, you know, really on the attack, you could, you could kind sure, of see it. Sure, sure. And I, I was kind of like, well, I'm not presuming anything, dude, you know, I'm just saying that it's good to get a coach. But here you go anyway, before you, you start getting really defensive, um, have you looked for a coach? Have <laughs> you asked anybody how much they are? You haven't asked me. Right, you know? right. I, I, I'm kind of writing this down. You haven't asked me how much I am. And I've done a lot of work for people for free or next to nothing if they are willing to work, have an open mind, will be consistent, and most importantly, have the right attitude. And I kind of just finished off saying, you, my friend, are falling down on number four. Oh, yeah. You've really got a poor attitude. And he, this guy is, is atypical of being one of those guys that's living in a mask. Yep. And it, it, it's, it's a mask with no eye holes. He can't see anything but the shitty place and position he's in right now. And he's just wallowing there. He's got nothing else 
going on. No, no foresight, no forethought. He's not looking out even at the future. He's not looking out at the green trees, even if he's living in a mask, yep. let alone the fact that all he has to do is take the helmet off. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Have that you have to choose to, to think that way. And, you know, we get up every morning and you choose to, to have your mantras and that sets you up for the day, right? And yep, this yep. guy gets up and chooses to think negatively about anything, everything and anything and then attack people on Facebook that actually have the audacity to say, well, you know you know what, dude? It doesn't have to be that way. And um, all I want to finish off with is to say to the people out there listening is be more like Eric and less like this guy. And uh, you'll be amazed at... Uh, the how much how much will change in your life mm-hmm. and just take a little note about what I said have you asked if you have a problem and you're worried about something and you can't get something done ask there's, yeah. there's going to be somebody out there that can help you yep. I mean even if it's just Google you know Google can tell you a lot of stuff you can find somebody I'm sure that can actually help you and yes you may have to invest a little bit of time or a little bit of money, but if it's going to get you out of the place you're in to the place where you want to be, open your mouth. You've got a tongue in your head. <laughs> ask, be polite, and and be productive and proactive and get on it. Say your mantra on a morning, but then action it. And that's the thing that makes you, Eric, yep. and people like me, we not only have our mantras, but we do something about them, right? Yes, sir. That's what makes different. And, yeah, I just want to finish off with that, and um, I think it's an, an important message for people. Well, I agree with you totally, Paul. And, um, you know, when that guy was giving you a hard time about coaching, too, I mean, you know, when, there, when I, I just go back to the fact that, Especially guys in today's world, you know, they get defensive and all that stuff. You know, I was, I was going, I wasn't going to interrupt you, but it's like, I'd, I'd be like, why don't you get a shot of testosterone and stop whining like a woman? You know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, and that's what it is. A lot of it too. These guys have more female hormones than females do. So, look, most of these guys will shake their head, yes, up and down until you say something, and then it's all over, and that's the way it is. But you know, here, you know what we stand for, what we do. We all have things happen, but you know what? It's all how you rise above them. And before I go into the close of the show, you know, I always read uh, the excerpt of our uh, pal Steve Jack, who we lost to cancer recently, If a Tree Falls. But I might, I'm just going to read a little bit of that. But I'll tell you, on the opposite page, if you've never heard of Ken Patera, he was an Olympic lifter for the USA, and he was incredible. He's also a wrestler down the road, the whole deal. There's a picture of him cleaning and jerking 505 and a half in 1972, and Bruce Wilhelm said this about him. I've seen them all, and there was nobody like Patera. That's what you should all strive for. You don't have to put 500 pounds over your head, but you should strive for excellence. And then here's the last paragraph, If a Tree Falls, by Steve Jack. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no, no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? Well, you know what? It's time to pull your damn mask off and get with life. Uh, this is Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Um, if there's a show down the road you'd like Paul and I to do, contact me at fiorellabarbell.nicap.rr.com. Also, give us a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. That's what we've gotten all along. We thank you for that. If you want to get Eminem in your car 24-7, Go out to AHA directory, that's called AHA. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. I'll tell you right now, it could change your life forever. Also, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile. That might be all they get that day. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, 
squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And it's a great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. I got news for you, brother. It's a tidal wave now, and it's just going to expand more and more. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. Those two words will change your life. Just keep saying, keep smiling no matter what. It does work. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. Spread this show. If you like it, Go out and just put it in any of social media. Tell them that it's the first time you heard it. You need to get on it. I'm telling you, there are gems everywhere in this show, in every show from number one. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you, but we take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And how many people would say that in today's world? But we are extraordinary, not ordinary. Um, Paul? As usual, it's always an honor to have you on. You bring a great vibe, not only to the show, but to all the family. But your insight is, um, there isn't a lot of people with your type of insight. So thank you, sir, for being on. Uh, It's absolutely my pleasure and very kind of you to say so, Eric. Thank you. You are welcome, sir. So, for Paul Firepower Gray, this is Eric Fiorello. Obviously, this show will be up Tuesday afternoon. But before I say goodbye, remember this. Life is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. Don't let anybody ever tell you. And and uh, Paul talked about Liam with cerebral palsy. Think about that. Think about my niece, Maggie, what she's offered up with her courage. Think about... Um, Lawrence Oliphant, Charlie Oliphant's son, the opportunity and the things he's doing right now. And he met the greatest strongman ever, probably, besides Kazmaier, Big Z, Sidrunus Savickas. How many seven-year-olds learn from people like that? So look, it's never impossible, and you can all do it. So for Paul Firepower Gray, this is Eric Fiorello. Have a great week. And don't forget, we got a big show with Gareth Denyer. Uh, we got Chris Beetham coming up, and we got Ken Nowicki. So we got a big plate of stuff on the way. Paul will be on with us next month. Have a great week, everybody, and do the very best you can. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.